You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, From the AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menounos and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies, this is AfterBuzz TV's Ray After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's Rain After Show. I love this song. It's so good. I guess some type of stomp thing. <laughs> Hi, everybody. We're here today doing another after show for your favorite show, Rain. This is episode five, A Chill in the Air. And I just, I love that theme song, this theme song right now. It's just, I could just listen to it over and over again. Me too. It's epic. But let's just jump right into this episode, you guys. My name is Keaton Markey, and I'm your host today. And with me is my lovely co-host. Four weeks later. I know. Woo, we made it back together. (laughs) (laughs) I'm Finia Thomas, and also with us tonight, Phil. Hello, guys. He's back. He's back for good, guys. I think he's just as hooked on rain as we are. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I certainly am. He's our he's our local bash. <laughs> he's our resident, yeah. He's our resident bash. Our resident bash. So yeah, we let's just jump right into this episode. A lot happened. Yeah. Um, a lot was revealed at the very end. That you know, this, the storylines kept unfolding. In the end, you're just like, whoa! Everything kind of came untied. But you know, I think the main issue kind of thing that happened this episode was Olivia, <sighs> uh, Francis's first love, Damn comes her. to court. Not. At, well, at, at the beginning when, you know, the whole opening scene happens and, you know, we see her in a carriage, we see this young boy kind of tell the carriage that King's Road is flooded, you need to take the path through the woods, right. they take the path through the... And obviously that felt very fishy from the get-go. And that that boy was very cute. <laughs> you but like the kitchen I, boy. <laughs> I, 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 like, I liked both the kitchen boys, but now they're, they're again, it's just one kitchen boy. But anyway, they, they go into um, the woods, and their carriage gets jumped, and uh, people die. Yeah, here's the thing. I have to start by saying my middle name is Olivia, so I'm <laughs> not happy with the fact that her name is Olivia because I don't like her. I felt really bad for her when the carriage was being taken over by the pagans, and I was like, oh, my gosh, she's a beautiful girl. But I, I don't. Oh well, she's really pretty. <laughs> okay, Mary is like gorgeous. Like, and majority oh, no. of her ladies are like gorgeous. She's yeah, Olivia's she's, cute. Olivia's cute. Olivia's cute. Phil, do you think Olivia's cute? Uh, to me, Olivia's not as cute as Mary. Yes, yeah, I agree and, with Phil. And I mean, you just you just didn't quite know her motive and things like that. You knew that she was manipulative, and obviously, as we come to later find out, she's with uh, Queen. That she's with the queen and things like that, but um, I don't know. I, I just didn't like her from the get go. Yeah, she just there's something about her, and I think that that's good casting because mm-hmm. there was something not very likable about her and her demeanor. Even though she, you know, she needed help, I just from the get go, she didn't click with me. Had I not seen the previews, then I wouldn't have known all of the backstory, like her and Francis and the queen's involvement. So. 
at first I was like, oh, you know, she's got this, you know, platinum billowing hair and these <laughs> lips and like, oh, okay. You know, and she's damsel in distress. So I was like, okay. And then obviously I saw the previews last week knowing that she wants to be a mistress, which what are your aspirations? Like, <laughs> these poor girls, like, right. Well, if I can't be queen, can I be a mistress? Like, that's your, that's your next goal? The mistress? <laughs> no queen, mistress. Right. Not a loving wife or. And that's lady. what you come back from. Like, you're disgraced because you slept, you lost your V card to Francis. So, you, I mean, well, that's what we see in the beginning. Then it, the next step is, okay, I want to be your mistress. And that's the same thing for Keenan. Like, she also wants to be a mistress. Why do people in this era aspire to be mistresses? It's it's very confused. Phil, why do you think they aspire to be mistresses? Well, in her case, I don't think she, she's not – I don't know. It's tough to kind of fully, knowing what we know, understand where she's coming from. Is it more of the queen versus her? And obviously she has a fondness for him, and but and so she likes that aspect of it, but – in the earlier part of tonight's episode, she thought her time would be sh- cut short. You know, she she was uh, she didn't know what was going to happen at the end of this, and obviously the bombs that you know she could become queen. Um, it, it's all they have, really. I mean, what what else are you kind of going to go off of? And you know, in her case, it's it's bad enough when that's your only aspiration in life, or that's <laughs> kind of what it can be, and now. Not only that, now you're basically at the mercy of someone else. So for her, it's even worse. Well, and I mean, obviously, being a mistress in this court system, like in some in some other kingdoms, it probably wasn't looked at as that looked upon as nicely as it is here. I mean, Bash is recognized by his father, even though he is his bastard son. His mother has been sent to Paris on this glorious fashion trip, you know, trip. And so being a mistress is not all that bad in this world. You got the protection from the king. You you are protected. And if you have any children, they are protected too and could potentially go rise to the throne. True. So could, I mean, obviously, I mean, we saw um, last week, with uh oh i his name thomas uh, thomas was he was going to be legitimized by the pope like oh if he you know had a royal to marry okay so you know that's that's it's so that's like their that buy-in to the throne they're like i'll just wait out and be the jump off until possibly something happens yeah my my son could be king my my daughter you know who knows and i was really proud of francis in the beginning where he was sticking up for mary like no Livia, I want to be with her. I'm committed to her. I'm down for her. I was like, oh. I I think Francis truly has such a good heart, and like, and I love the way his character is being portrayed. He's he's so conflicted and everything, and you can tell he really just wants to be a good king. I think mm-hmm. above all, above country, above Mary, above any of his friends, he just wants to be a good king. He does because a lot of people don't believe in him, as we heard last in last week's episode. People think he's weak. They don't think he's going to be a good king. And I think the queen is like hindering him from doing that. As we see, you know, in this episode that she's the source. She is behind Olivia's return, wanting her to get pregnant and push Mary out of the way. I just think if she would just back off and I I know Nostradamus has his, you know, his intuition, but back off and let him make some choices and let his life happen organically. I think he'd be okay. I mean, but we, we see her, you know, Queen Catherine, we kind of get a little bit of a motive from her mm-hmm. at the end of this episode of like, you know, I didn't have, I didn't have a title. 
and look where I am now. Like, we can keep controlling the king. Like, you know, she was just a rich girl, and she ended up getting a chance to marry a king and now has control of the kingdom almost. With Francis, though, you know, right now, how much power does he really have? You know, he's he's slated to be the king, but right now, you know, he's kind of going about his day to day. I mean, it, in, in, in a sense of actual activity, Bash actually does... And accomplishes more things in a day than. <laughs> I, oh, it's true. It, it, is, it true. is true. Bash is always saving the day. I've said it from day one. He goes into the woods. He's like, "Oh, what's going on?" He gets the people that were slain in the carriage. He's like, "Oh, I'm sorry." Those eyes. He's always saving the day. We're gonna get Bash. to Bash in a little bit. I'm Pump sorry. the brakes. Oh, we'll get to Bash. So soon. dreamy. But so. <laughs> So Francis, you know, originally he's like, you know, I just want to do right by her. I just want to help her. Right. Mary just wants to help her. Mary is so kind to this girl. Mm-hmm. So nice. It's like, you can wear my dress. Come hang out with me and my friends where Catherine is playing Miss Mean Girl over there. And then all of a sudden, as she's trying on Mary's stuff, this biatch like turns mm-hmm. to her and is like, he's my man, like starts that talk. And it's just like, Really? This was straight really? up a Brandy and Monica situation with the boy is mine. Like, yes. <laughs> I mean, how bold is Olivia to be like, he was mine. I'm in his heart. He wants me. That's a bold. She's got some big balls. She does got some big balls. And I mean, it, it, but it is kind of sad because I feel like she probably did have a chance to have a happy life away. And, you know, with this guy, new man she was married to. And I bet you it was Catherine who mm-hmm. obviously spilled the beans because he was the one who walked in on them in the boathouse. Uh, <laughs> he said boathouse like six times in that one <laughs> description. I think, I think that, you know, there was an incident in the boathouse. <laughs> they found us in the, in boat. the boathouse. Um, that time in the boathouse, like that time at band camp. Uh, <laughs> You know, but to me, in terms of the way she brings it up and and things like that, you know, I don't. Obviously, I think it was more Catherine's manipulation because she knows how Mary will respond to those things, and and obviously, it brought up a conversation between Francis and Mary for her to say that she still has feelings for you and all all that, and and you know, it only it's like when you tell right the Inception thing when you tell someone don't think of elephants what are you thinking about you're thinking about elephants right so it was almost like that it planted that seed into Mary's mind and that you know from there it just took off yeah she did because she was talking to her when she outed um, was it Greer Mm -hmm. about being the mistress of the king and she was like that's my necklace very i'm telling you she is crafty catherine very smooth when she was talking to her when like oh you didn't know your homegirl was sleeping with my man yeah it hurts and 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 also when she even walked out of that um kind of the ladies in waiting area when she walked out when olivia had walked in she's like now i never thought we'd have something Mm. in common yeah that's right that's right so it's Catherine, I, I, I love to hate her. She's very much, if anybody watches Game of Thrones, she's a very, like, Cersei-like character. She's, you just love to hate her. I thought we would I was, I so wanted the alliance. It would have been great. We could have been killing people by now. <laughs> but no, no. And, but obviously the twist was amazing at the end. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm looking forward to when kind of they get married. But, you know. I don't think that's ever, re- if they get married, I think that's maybe season two. Or maybe like the season finale. I don't know. We'll see. Because then we don't have enough drama. I know. Well, we'll we'll get to more drama. 
<laughs> so, so, um, Francis then, you know, says, okay, Mary, like, I'll let her leave. He realize, you know, he, he's so mature about it. Francis tries to be so good. Nice. And he has that talk with Mary and they're very honest. They're so cute because they're like, they're, they're trying to be that perfect couple that talks about things and never goes to bed angry <laughs> and, and just, you know, tries to, they, they're trying to be very adult-like. With it's, the communication. Yes. Very good communication. <laughs> it's almost like couples counseling every time, every like scene they have together and then they make out and you're like, oh, look how much chemistry. They have their adorable. But so they're trying to be very nice. Mm-hmm. Mary's also trying to be very nice. Then obviously Olivia comes and gets into Mary's face, pisses her off, which then Mary in turn goes to Francis and is like, you know what? She needs to leave. I worked out this situation where she can go to Paris to stay with this family. You know, let's just get her out of here. I don't feel comfortable with her. And Francis is obliging. Francis is like, okay. Until. Well, he, I, well, the biggest for me. In terms of Mary, I, I totally understand it because okay, it was it was Francis who brought up the whole just the boy just the boathouse. Are you talking about the boathouse? No. no, talking about remember they're in the hallway. I'm oh. just a boy. You're just a girl. Oh God, that scene. <laughs> no, but when you tell someone that, you, it's supposed to obviously imply that it's unconditional, no matter what. Right. And two minutes later, here's a condition. Right, I think he was all on board and game until his second brain got involved when <sighs> Olivia was throwing herself at him. Like, he was all for it. He was all Team Mary, like, I'm down, I'll send her to Paris. But then here comes, you know, lustrous Olivia, and it's all all bets are off. Like, oh my God, he's, th- he's thinking with both of his brains. Well, I mean, and if, if a girl, if a chick is sitting across from you and says, hey, you know what? We don't have to have a serious relationship. I'll just sleep with you when you get bored of your wife. I got you, bud. <laughs> like, come on. <laughs> she stooped really low there. Well, I, I, you know, I mean, there's that. But for me, Fran- Francis and Greer, ironically, have um, a similar thing going on mm-hmm. in the sense that they're kind of both questioning. Obviously, I have to do what's right and things like that. But they also want to know, okay, what what is true love? And, you know, Francis ultimately is much more conflicted because, you know, he thinks he loves Mary, but then how much can you really attribute? Is it love or is it, you know, is it is it forced love? Like, how do you know that it's true love? With, with her, um, since she kind of held no title, he knew that it was love because of that fact. Yeah, that's, that's a good point, Phil. I didn't think of it like that. And also your first is like a big deal. The first person you sleep with, that's like, that's a big deal. And they were both each other's first, and obviously she was taking a huge risk in like letting that happen. Yeah, so. like it's like, oh, they have your heart for like you're. I mean, you don't know what love is when you're <laughs> that age. It's like, oh, this is love. So I get that. And she, she kind of looks younger than the rest of them. Not as, not oh, as not, not as young as Aileen, who looks like she's twelve. <laughs> Like, I've just, every time I see her now, I'm like, oh my God, she looks younger and younger. So she's the ring thief. And this is another one of, I love that we find out that Mary's actually behind her stealing the ring and she's in on the joke and she's in on the, trying to play Catherine back in one of her own games with the letters with her mom. I love that. Well, and I was so disappointed when Catherine did catch Aileen. I'm like, no, no, no. Like, these these are Mary's girls. Like, I don't know. And it was, it is so weird that she's just like, I like to take things. I was like, <laughs> she's the legit a klepto. Like, she is an ancient klepto going on here. And it was just, 
it was such a weird scene, and I was, and it seems so unlike the alien because she's always seemed kind of like the rock. She's not really in a loving, like she's not falling in love with anybody yet. She's kind well, of just boo there died. for. Wasn't uh-uh. that her guy that died? No, that was Lola. Oh, okay. Lola's guy died, and then Lola became interested in Bash, and now we all know where Bash is going. But, <laughs> no, but Aileen is the one that is, like, there, and she's like, you know what? My I'm sent here. I'm supposed to be Mary's lady-in-waiting, and I am going to be here for Mary. She's loyal. Yes, she's very, very loyal. Mm. I, I like her. But, yeah, she, you know, Catherine catches her stealing this ring and, like, convinces her that or blackmails her into stealing mary's letters to her mother to let Catherine read so Catherine kind of knows what's going on in mary's head and can kind of play her more and low does she know she's being played mary is a smart cookie she is i love that she's smart and she's strong and she speaks her mind and i'm not mad that she kissed bash i'm mad i mean she was wasted she was wasted. Blame it on the alcohol if you want to, but I... I'm I mean, it would be harder every literally, like, literally every time they show Bash, like, just a shot of Bash, his eyes, I feel like they, they like, they, like, the uh, go in closer every time they cut back to him, and you're just like, <gasps> Well, for, for me, here's what kind of sucks about that kiss. Um, obviously, he wanted it, right? As he says, you know, I, I should have been the one to do it. For her, I think she's just exploring an option. I don't... You know, she may kind of have, but she, th- there's love for Francis. Yeah, she loves him. You know, mm-hmm. and so that, and I, I think when her little boat of regrets goes off, she really meant that. Where's some, you know, God knows what, what Francis has had in there. <laughs> Francis is probably like, I have no, I regret ever falling in love with Mary. Like, screw her. <laughs> Fran- I mean, this is when we kind of see, I felt like this episode we saw, you know, two of, of each, like each of their biggest flaws, like, Mary, like, obviously, she gets very... She, she has, like, a temper. Mary, Mary Mary gets very emotional, and she mm-hmm. she has a temper. She does kind of irrational things sometimes, drinking a lot, then kissing Bash, <laughs> where Frances... Wait, a lot. It happens for the first time. She doesn't drink a lot. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Who knows what she was doing at the convent all those years, like, honestly. Yeah, those nuns. You got to watch out for them. They drink lots of wine. <laughs> But I'm glad that she kissed him because she doesn't back down to Francis. Whereas you saw with Thomas last week, it was like, I'm the man. What I say goes, you do what I do. I own you. You're my property. In a way, I felt like her kissing Bash was like, you don't own me. I might be here because it's arranged and we just got through a fight. I asked you to do something to get rid of this chick and you said no. All right. Game on. So I'm, I, that's why I like, I think it spoke to her being like, you know what? I'm not just a piece of property that can be owned, I, and I'll do what I want to do. Granted, it was alcohol-induced. <laughs> but uh, we do things when we're liquored up because why? It's what we want to do sometimes. Yeah, well, I, I, I really think, I, and I, as excited as I was watching the show to see Francis see that kiss, it kind of breaks my heart now because I'm like, no. Oh, like, it's good. It feeds the drama. I know, but Francis is such a baby. <laughs> He really is. Like, he's a mama's boy, baby, and he tries to do the right thing, but he's just as bad as Mary with the emotional, like, side. Like, you know, and that's kind of, you know, the struggle I think mm-hmm. they both face because they're supposed to be a king and a queen, these royals who are just supposed to think about their country, and that needs to be their number one thing, but they're letting love get in the way. They're letting, you know, jealousy get in the way. They're letting all these other little emotions right. get get in the way where we see that it doesn't seem like King Henry 
Francis's father really lets that stuff get in the way. He kind of he keeps it very separate. Right. They don't know how to do that they're yet. They're not they're not there yet. Then that's why they're not king and queen as of yet because yeah. they haven't matured to that level. Um let's talk about her homegirls. Like girls, yes. The whole posse, they've all got these little love interests. <laughs> I really Who's your like favorite homegirl, Phil? Who's my favorite? Um I mean, it's toss I like uh, Greer's storyline, but looks wise You Kenna. like Kenna. Of course <laughs> I'm gonna go with her. <laughs> She's the one sleeping with the king. I'd give her a necklace. <laughs> What, your wife's enga- like old engagement First anniversary yeah. present? I mean, maybe not to that extent. Oh. I, I'd go to like Macy's and get another one. Oh, okay. It's, you're very thoughtful. And though. she throws some shade tonight. She's like, I don't answer to you. I answer to the king. Oh. So even if I'm not stepping down, I will be his boo. Okay, but I mean, honestly, I think Mary is just looking out. But oh, for I think, sure. I think Mary's the most hurt because... She just didn't tell her about it. Well, that and she's facing the same thing. Like, yeah. it's so close to home for her. Like, literally, it's in the room next door. Yeah, like, you're, like, you're, oh, I just hit my mic. I'm sorry. Um, like, she's like, you're doing, like, because we saw them all kind of talking about the situation. And, you know, it's, she's being very hypocritical about it. She's telling Mary, like, she needs to get her out of there. Like, why are you letting her stay around? But then she's the one who's being... And she's like, Catherine doesn't care. Catherine doesn't care. Did you talk to Catherine yourself? I mean, I know I know that bitch is crazy, but seriously. <laughs> did you talk to Catherine yourself? I don't know why I get like that when I talk about this show. It just seems so dramatic. And she's in La La Land. She's like, he's going to get rid of Diane. He's calling that off. It's more than that. Mm, it. I mean, like you guys said, that's what... They kind of wait to see maybe if they could one day climb that ladder, but she's third on the rung, so I don't think it's going to happen for her. I don't think it's going to happen either, but it's also funny to me because, you know, as Greer's relationship blossoms, quote unquote, with (laughs) with this guy. Kitchen boy. Kitchen boy. I mean, Kitchen boy is hot. And as, and as hot as he may be, the, the problem is, you know, as soon as she gets an opportunity, much like much like Hannah, uh, it's going to be interesting to see how she reacts, and mm-hmm. and you know, because I don't, th- I think she's going to put on her, uh, for lack of a better uh, word, bitch face, like like <laughs> Hannah did, and like, uh, uh-uh, uh, now I'm with him. Sorry. Wait, the Spice guy or the Shop Boy guy? Well, she's boy. trying to get the she's trying to get Spice Boy. <laughs> okay, <this> Shop <laughs> Boy. She she's you know using right now because he's all good, but I mean, yeah. This this is what I don't understand. All of these girls are gorgeous. Like beautiful. There's it seems like there's a lot of young men in the court whenever we see these wide shots. Why are they all having such a hard time? Is it because Because they have to have money, they have to have title, they have to have a position. They're all trying to they're basically old school gold diggers. Yeah, they're after I, I literally had wrote wrote on this <laughs> that who did I write? Greer is such a so well, Greer's a social climber. Yeah. I mean they're renaissance she take gold diggers. The money. <laughs> and also understand these are people coming into in and out of the court. You don't you know like with Thomas, you know he's from Portugal and things like that. So you don't know their history and it has to. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is a whole contractual thing. It has to make sense for everybody. You can't just be like, oh hey, you're a hottie. I got some money. Let's do it. <laughs> like so, this is what I want to know, and maybe some of our viewers can can clear this up for us. Uh, you can go on AfterBuzzTV.com. You That's can the uh, rate. 
you can comment, you can watch us live, or you can watch us. You can click a link and go to our YouTube page as well. Also go to iTunes, yeah, rate buddy. and download us as well. Um, Give us your feedback. We'd yes. like to know. We do want to know. We want to know what you guys want to talk more about and hear us talk about. Or talk less about. Yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> it helps us because it's a new show. And yeah. Absolutely. And I completely forgot my train of thought that I was going on with that of what we to comment We were talking about. about the ladies. Yeah, well, talk. tell us about the ladies and who you... I think knowing our, uh, knowing our demographic, remember. why don't you go ahead and talk about the males? Let's talk I, about the boys. You know, not my favorite subject, but I also know the demographic of this audience. <laughs> but girls like to talk about other girls, like they're what they're wearing, what they're doing, if they're sluts, you know. Yeah. <laughs> This this show, I just I it it does feel like a gossip girl type thing. Like whenever I'm talking about it, I'm like, oh my god, no, she didn't. I like, totally oh my god. thought about that when she had on that white ensemble when Olivia first came into court, where they're all hanging out. Like that would have been like the steps of the private school and gossip oh, absolutely. girl. Yeah, like I totally thought because the costume and the outfits are to die for. Like yeah, last week we talked about it's gossip girl mixed with Game of Thrones. Oh. First, hands down, they're and, killing it. You know, and ex- speaking of killing it, and and the Game of Thrones is like similarities as well. Lots of blood, <gasps> lot a lot more like kind of shots of like people with. I was like, like I'm very unexpected. You yeah, know, shots I wasn't of, ready for the gore and the blood in the eyes. Like I was like, whoa. Well, before I, I do want to talk about Greer a little bit more, only because <laughs> no, because it's funny to me. Phil wants some wants himself some Greer. <laughs> you know what? Not my type. Just, really? Just saying. Yeah, but, he, he loves Kenna. Kenna. It's true. <laughs> she could be my... I'll, 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 I'm, a, I'm a titled man. Wait, so hey. would, you, would, hey, would you... If you and Kenna, like, you know, were in the same kingdom, and you knew she was sleeping with the king, would you be like, eh, okay, as long as you can be my wife and sleep with me every once in a while, would you be okay cool? Okay, we wouldn't that? do once enough. That'd be like... After that, it's exclusive. Yeah. <laughs> Past indiscretions aside, now we're exclusive. However, okay. so going back, um, Greer, <laughs> going back to Greer, you know, I really enjoyed how, again, it's it's just the toss up of who you love versus what you must do, and she just, honest to God, hates peppers. And it's funny, you know, they're getting. Uh, they, I I think that what are they reading the Iliad or something like that because they're talking about Troy. Yeah. Um. And so it's just funny. Yeah, we all know how the story ends. Back to and even though she doesn't want to talk about peppers, it is actually on her mind. So I I found that interesting. So she could find a liking to Pepper Man, but um, for now, obviously, Shop Boy is her. So she'll be doing the opposite. She's like the guy sort of in this situation. She's going to stick with Pepper Guy because that's where the money and the title is at, and her family needs that. But her heart is going to be with the Shop Boy. So uh, that will be you. You said it while we were watching. What's the what's the male version of a mistress? A mister. It's gigolo. A gigolo is a go. male prostitute. Oh. Right. Well, he. You know, he, that's what know. he kind of is. <laughs> She's <laughs> just not paying. Him. <laughs> well, that sucks. That's lower than prostitute. He's paid in sex. <laughs> I don't think. Okay. Well, th- Greer just had her first kiss. Like, mm-hmm. just had her first makeout. I feel like. I feel like sex for them is is a little down the line. I don't not, know. Not for Kenna. No. Well, Kenna, episode one, Kenna obviously is very in tune with her sexuality and herself. Yeah, and meanwhile... She was just waiting to get laid. <laughs> yeah, she did throw herself at the king. <laughs> meanwhile, Lola is just as sweet as pie. I like her. I miss Lola this episode. I, I was excited for her last episode yeah. where we saw a lot of her and Bash, and I was like, oh, that's a good match. And like... and Oh, that's what I wanted to say. 
is do you think like Bash is a good catch for these girls? Like, is he titled enough or no? no. Like, do they really want to be with a, the bastard son of the king? No, Bash but, is that bad boy that you lust for that you know is wrong for you. No, but but like, would he be a good social climb if they married him? No, he has no title or no okay. money or. Where would he go to the pagans into the woods? <laughs> yeah, he has. He's got nothing going. I on. I think he has a connection with those pagans. We'll talk about that in predictions. Ooh, okay. But I think he has a much deeper connection. Should with we them. talk about Bash and the pagans? We can't what's, talk about what's Bash cracking and the with pagans. that. Well, I mean, the big thing about Bash this this episode was that him and Mary made out. <sighs> and oh my god. Bash. Well, it's a, I like you know. I think it was uh, two episodes ago. Remember when Francis says we we lie to each other no more? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. And tonight, obviously, lie not that lies were told, but obviously that's what was spoken of when they had their little talk. And uh, yeah, Sebastian just went for it. Like I should have been the first one. He did, and I thought when they at the end when they cut to the person on the ledge, I thought that was Francis. I did too. I wanted them to talk about it. So Bash has yet to come out to him. Maybe he will tell him the truth. Maybe he'll tell him what happened. But he is like, he is slaying the pagans. And I love that. I love that he's like the strong, muscular one. It's like not afraid of the dark woods. And, you know, he's fighting back. I, I am kind of angry that he healed so quickly. Like last week, like he was like, he tried to like hold a sword and like got kicked and his like wound got opened up again. And like all of a sudden this episode, he's like slaying. Pay- like, like It dude. just goes to show how strong he really is. Oh, and, and also time could have gone by. However, in, in terms of uh, Francis and, and Bash, um, and we can certainly talk about the pagans, but um, in terms of them, what I like how they're building it to kind of have them go at it. Because remember, um, Francis confronts in tonight's episode Bash and says, you know, hey, how much did you tell her and all these things? And he's very accusatory of that. Um, so we're we're headed somewhere. We're headed for a convergence. And oh, by yeah. the way, back, I want to do mention this because I thought it was funny. Uh, the Regrets Little Boats, how they went off in two separate directions for uh, for uh, um, Francis and Mary. You're our own little Nostradamus back there. <laughs> yeah, that's maybe that's a telltale sign of what's to come. A separation of both of them. I do like how the brothers are quarreling. I like that conflict, and it's like you know, even though obvi- I mean, honestly, if they were to be a fight between Francis and Bash, Bash would totally. Oh my god, win. Bash would bash his face in. Like, <laughs> let's, let's be honest. But I do like that. You know, go on, stand up for yourself. Like. I, I, it's okay, Francis. I really think Bash crossed the line, though. Like he Bash, did. Bash knows. Like he, like he they knows their did. relationship is like on the rocks. He knows like they're just kind of getting it back together. And so the fact that like he went in again after Mary like drunkenly kissed him, kissed him. I think that. Well, like, he, he, shame on you, Bash. Shame on you. He had that line where he says, "You know, I sh- this is the part where I should probably tell you to stop drinking." Yeah, so he, he did. Uh, he was aware, yeah, by he, all means. He, and he's honest. He said, I'm a flirt. Like, he, he you know what? But that wasn't thing. honest because he said he flirts with everybody. <laughs> Lies! <laughs> that is, I flirt with everyone. Here's the thing. He knows his place. He knows he's the bastard son. Like, what does he have to lose, really? Like, he has nowhere to, to go up. So it's like, you know what? He's balls to the wall. He does what he wants to do. And I, I know it was it was wrong for the both of them to kiss, but it looks so good. 
I liked it. It was wrong, and I blame Bash for it. I don't blame Mary for it. So I, I think it's wrong for Francis to be pissed off. At Wait, Mary. Mary kissed him first. I know, but she was drunk. No, 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 drunk. no, 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 no. And then I'll argue. With I you. think a lot of people are going to be on your side as far as being mad at Bash because he's bringing the devil into the kingdom. Even though I think he was already there and Catherine, but that was my own opinion. Catherine's obviously working with the pagans. If she was the one who got that carriage off. You know, to go off the king's road to be... You, okay, wait, know. was that, that... That wasn't Catherine. No, I, th- I think it was part... I think the whole plan was just for them to come into town. Uh. Then it got complicated because now the pagans got involved. Right. I don't think that was part of the plan. It just mm-mm. it just actually helped Catherine's plan because now uh, there's the sympathy card. Right. But by it, no means was she that... Intricate. She's not that good. It's the creature in the cave that needs the fresh blood. <laughs> That made them go into the like, woods. Like, rain is all of a sudden turning into Once Upon a Time. Like, what is this creature in the woods? Like, what is this, like, fairy tale stuff that's going on? I kind of like it. Like, I miss my ghost girl. I really, I, I like her. We didn't see, uh, what, Cecile? Cecilia? Clarissa? Clarissa. Clarissa. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Cecile. Cecilia! I can't wait till we have that character. Um, it's like a 60-year-old woman. Yeah, I mean, we didn't see Clarissa at all, and I wonder if she... She'll be back, Nick. I think she's like every, maybe every other episode. Yeah. We need to strike a deal. Mary needs to strike a deal and be like, okay, listen, you're going to go into Olivia's bedroom with this knife and do something about it. I'm not going to tell you what to do, but you know what to do. Yeah, get the marbles out and let's play. Let's play with Clarissa. I want to see her. Or I just want Clarissa to haunt Olivia to the point where Olivia like wants to leave. Should we get into predictions? I mean, like, well, yeah, I do. Want, I want to talk about the pagans. Let's talk about okay, more yeah. pagans. More pagans. I, I mean, do you guys like? I, I really like the storyline. Obviously, we're kind of still just developing it, but um, you know, uh, we've gotten obviously hints here and there in, in the first few episodes. Obviously, with the with the language being spoken, um, and I don't know where exactly they're going with this, but obviously. It also it just brings an outside threat to everyone, mm-hmm. you know, separate Nobody's of safe. Yeah, yeah. So that's true. So they have their inner turmoil with, you know, the brothers, the queen, Mary. What's going on with the mistresses? But then there's this outside force that maybe will bring them all together because there's these evils that are trying to kill them and need fresh sacrifices. We saw at the end that, you know, Bash was told he has to pick someone to sacrifice or they'll choose, and. Cool. Choose okay. Olivia. Yeah, right? That's the perfect thing way the, to do, but... I wrote that down. Sacrifice Olivia. <laughs> but he won't because he wants Mary. Uh, maybe. So we don't know. I, He's a flirt. He, you that know, might... The, wherever the wind blows. I think that Nostradamus and Bash both... Like, obviously, Bash does have some type of ties with the pagans because he speaks their language. I think that's probably through his mother, so I think maybe his mother was once maybe a pagan. You and think Diane was a pagan? I don't know. I'm just, I'm, it just seems like it, it might maybe. be, you know, there's no other reason that he would know this language. I think Nostradamus also has some connections with the pagans. I think we're going to see Nostradamus get like really. I think his connection is because he's like a witch voodoo doctor that can see, like he's obviously dab- dabbles in black magic, which is some sort of evil because mm-hmm. Any, I think any magic is like not all magic is good magic. Um, there's that, and I think I don't know. Yeah, for me, it was interesting how um, they didn't obviously didn't go this route, but where 
Olivia kind of, you know, recognized the voice, right? Mm -hmm. And he knew that he could have possibly been found out um, as he showed her to the wine cellar. And I thought that would have been interesting because in the sense that, okay, now if we want to solve this, Mary or Bash have to work with Olivia, who they dislike, to, you know, figure out who the guy is or whatever. Right. But obviously they didn't go there. Well, and the guy, I presume, died at that last scene because yeah. he jumped off the cliff or the the castle. I wanted yeah. Bash to kill him. Like, if I did gonna, too. If we're I wanted to do anything. Let's kill him. Yeah, it was too 21st century for me with him taking his life, like the suicide. You know, it was too much for me. But I wasn't expecting him to look so human. I was expecting him to be like some kind of pagan creature, not just your average Joe. Like, I wanted him to have character. This isn't Vampire Diaries. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, you think this of- isn't Twilight. He's no werewolf. <laughs> well, you think like pagans and they're like speaking another language. We see them in the like their shadows in the woods and they're doing sacrifices. Like, they're just I think normal. you're social profiling. <laughs> <laughs> they're just walking amongst us. I didn't know speaking another language required that you have to be a monster. <laughs> Speak Spanish. <laughs> well, when you speak that kind of language, a pagan um, creature language, yes. Okay. <laughs> no? Just okay. taking yourself a deeper hole, man. <laughs> In this fairy tale land of the dark forest. It's not a fairy tale. It's real life. No, it's not. <laughs> this is so this is so not history historically accurate at all. No, and that's why I love it. But let me ask you guys this. In terms of obviously Bash is kind of unafraid, right? And 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 him and Nostradamus have, you know, kind of talked and what was revealed and things like that. And, you know, they're, they're whereas they used to do the sacrifice, now they're luring people in. Is In terms of Bash being protected, right, this kid's gone. Everyone knows that they got to go after Bash. But notice how his guards didn't really want to do anything for Bash. They were so so they, they, the, I, I just imagine for me that they're all... All of the guards will just give Bash up and be like, he's that way. <laughs> like, sell him out? Yeah. <laughs> I, I think I think so. I think you're right about that. I don't think there's much loyalty to Bash at all, which is strange because I feel like he's kind of grown up with the soldiers and grown up, you know, because he hasn't been as protected as Francis. He's been allowed to play, to go into the forest, to train, to do all that fun stuff. So it's- well, which, well, maybe they will then because he's more of a soldier than Francis. Like, he went out to, you know, he warn the, the boats. He's the fastest rider of court. Right, so they kind of need him. He seems like he is the best soldier that they have. But he's also a ballsy. Where you know he's like, okay, we got to, we're gonna cut him down. He's still breathing. Let's, you know. Um, so obviously he has a great moral compass. But by all the other soldiers saying like, what are you doing? We can't do it. They obviously, I don't think it's that they have bad moral compass. It's just they're very scared. And so when the time comes and the you know it's said like, hey, where's Bash? They're gonna say exactly what I said. <laughs> He's over there. Uh, third room down to the like, right. I'm not Bash. <laughs> He's the one with the piercing eyes that way. Maybe, yeah, possibly. So, I mean, we could probably get into predictions now because Bash and the Pagans kind of leads into the preview for ne- next week's episode. And now, you're after Buzz TV. Ooh, I love the light. Very pagan like. <laughs> I it should also be mentioned that we have a season two Woo-hoo! of Rain. What? Yeah, we yeah. Uh, uh, a bunch of our fans tweeted at us. <gasps> so Yay! I'm going off of the fans. Thank you, fans. 
The fans know earlier than us. But yeah. Don't God, lie to them. me, fans. <laughs> we need you guys. Like, seriously. No, well, no I think so, the show's doing so well that oh, yeah, it just sure. makes sense. You know, and it has it's been, too good. Yeah, it's it's getting really good. And it's like, it's like a... It's a new type of show that CW doesn't really have on there. You know, it's like right. a historical drama. So I really like Love it. Love period pieces. So in, in the preview for next week, you know, obviously Bash is going to have to choose a sacrifice or they're going to choose one for him. Mm. Obviously, it doesn't seem like he's going to choose a sacrifice because it looks like Mary gets chosen for him. I want to know the rules of the sacrifice. Like, can I just be like, <laughs> okay, um, take the um, take the uh, servant lady that cleans every Monday. <laughs> Like, oh, yeah. What are the stipulations? <laughs> like, do they have to have a title? Do they have to be male or female? That's exactly. Hmm. My prediction is that Greer and Olivia are going to become BFFs. Really? Yes. I think they're going to have some kind of connection. They're no. going to have a mistress connection. No. Mm-hmm. I, well, I think that this whole thing with uh, Mary being marked for, you know, to be the sacrifice or whatever – think it's going to get france because i think francis and bash are going to get a huge argument because he's going to call him out on what he did and then i think they're going to have to get like join forces together to protect mary because obviously they both love her and they're going to have to i don't think their little tiff is going to last long i think no. i think francis is just gonna be like yo dude stay off my turf <laughs> like let's get this you know let's make sure she's she's okay and let's let's move on could olivia ever be sacrificed by francis in order to save mary in this conundrum. <gasps> I love that, Phil. I hope so. It's so sad that we're just throwing Olivia around. Like, I she mean, means nothing. She really doesn't. She's a pawn. <laughs> She's the queen's pawn. So, you know, she, she can go. She can go. <laughs> do, you guys, do you guys have any other predictions for that weren't, aren't related to the preview for next week? Um... I think I, I think uh, Olivia is a storyline that we're going to see for a few episodes, but I don't think she's yeah. going to stick around for the full season. No, I think people are coming and going. I like. Yes. I like that. Yeah. I like the revolving door. And then we have our constant people as well. Um, I, I think that Ailey is going to get found out, not by the queen, but maybe by somebody else. And mm. uh, it's going to turn into another blackmail for her. So. Oh, do do uh, Kenna and uh, Mary stay friends? Does that friendship get resolved, or now does it, is it further? Um, just different alliances because now you have um, the king with her, and Catherine kind of hates her, but then Mary hates her. What what do we got there? I think like what you said in this next episode. I think Kenna and uh, Olivia are going to become BFFs because Kenna's going to feel like she can't really be close to Mary, right? So and then that's going to happen, and then Olivia will probably get sacrificed or something, die, <laughs> and then the king's going to come back and not have broken it off with his other mistress, Bash's mother, and uh, Kenna's going to be all down and out and want, like, to cry on Mary's shoulder, and, you know, then it's going to turn into this, like, thing where Mary's going to try to win back her honor, be like, Francis, help her, like, your father ruined her. <laughs> I have an idea. <laughs> kind of becomes the mistress for Francis. No! Oh, my God. Whoa. What a slut. Which, mind you, I've been messing up their names all night long, so sorry, guys. <laughs> I'm like, why don't I? Uh, it's like blonde versus brunettes right now. With Olivia and Mary and... I was like, in this room? Like, oh. <laughs> oh, and then, I'm yeah. Losing. I mean, there's so many blondes and brunettes. Ba- Bash and Francis, blonde and brunette. Yeah, it's like the battle of the, the bees and the bees. The bees and the bees. Well, I want 
the blonde. Oh, God. Yeah, see, you can't. Because, I can't even cheer for the blonde no, in this case. Because it's like you have a winning, you have a I kind of, I just want the brunettes to win. I hate that I'm saying it, but I do. I want Bash and, uh, well, I don't want Bash to be with Mary, but I want them to come out on top. Maybe they will. Yeah, well, <laughs> we all know Francis is going to die eventually, so he's going to lose in the end. <laughs> he is! It's history! And they, they said in episode one. Right, but it was a prediction. It's a prediction by Nostradamus, so I don't know. Well, then. They're not really following history, but... No. Well, I mean, he has time to die. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's only episode five. <laughs> okay, that about wraps it up for us. We better cut ourselves off before we keep going on. Uh, where can we find you guys? You can find me at Finia Thomas on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Bill? Oh, well, you can find me here at Avacross <laughs> TV. I do various shows. Uh, ironically enough, they tend to be these kind of soap opera-ish. I do Revenge. <laughs> Uh, South Park is a little bit unrelated in that in, in that uh, <laughs> scope. Uh, Shark Tank, and uh, yeah, just follow all the other shows here uh, at After Buzz on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all that fun stuff. Uh, and you guys can find me on uh, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at KeatonM33, and also on other After Buzz shows. I do Nashville. I do Once Upon a Time in Wonderland. You'll see me on Once Upon a Time every once in a while. Um, and Kardashians is done for now, so that's done. a soap opera and a half. Oh gosh, <laughs> exhausting! <laughs> but thank you guys so much for listening. Woo-hoo! Thank you. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principal. 